0: Hey guys, this is Dan, the GM, and I want to welcome everyone to our first session, well, first official session of What the Dice. With me today are our three players, Nightland. Say hi, Nightland. Hello. We got uh, Ethan. Howdy. And Keith. Hello, hello. All right, so uh, let's start with Nightland. Who are you and who are you playing?
1: Why do I go first? Ethan rolled the highest.
0: Fine, I will.
1: Uh, um, but you mean my character, right? Yep. Okay. My character's name is Kalilah. She is a black cat, folk, which is unusual being a solid black cat. And she's a hunter.
2: Ethan, who are you playing? I am playing Defibulous Short Round. He is a
0: gnome rifleman. And last but not least,
2: Keith.
3: Hello, my name is Clyde Holdkeep and I am playing a paladin.
0: Our camera moving through the waves arrives at a small dock. Moving up the dock, we see a small dirt road that leads to a village lit simply by torchlight. To the right, we see a fire pit burning brightly. We move that way and take our position amongst the creatures. Looking around, we see orcs, half-orcs, gnomes, dwarves, ratfolk, catfolk all eating in silence. Listening to the fire crackle, we hear footsteps from behind. Turning, we see an old hooded figure with a cane take a position on one of the wooden stumps. Sitting down, he pulls his cowl back, and we see a human with a long, black beard that has been peppered with age. You see, me captain used to tell me campfires. They be perfect for sharing stories. You see, me favorite story is about this small group of adventurers. They come from different parts of the world, but their dice, their dice be cast to do something special. You see, it all starts in this little place that was once known as Narrow Cloud. The main attraction of this area is that the priestess of the holy city has come to bless the land. We are going to start with Keith, I'm sorry, Ethan. So short round will be first up today. So the area that you remember is narrow cloud it's a quiet trading outpost near the dense forest region and it is early morning um the market is starting to set up and people are starting to become more active what we're going to do to start this out is we're going to do little scene uh we're going to start with morning then we'll move to noon and then evening so short round what are you doing i'm probably going
2: to go see since i offered a sit- work to the innkeeper to
0: see if they have any work for me to do today All right. you approach the halfling innkeeper who is busy setting up areas for food and drink he sees you walk up and he goes morning good morning looking to get help around to help pay off some of your time that was the idea, yes. He goes, well, you head just north of us. There is the Adventurer's Guild and Market Management building. They usually have stuff uh, for us, like new delivery of drinks and food and firewood. You don't mind? Can you go see if they have anything for us? Sure, I can do that. As you go to the marketplace, it is very busy. There are adventurers coming and going, buying, selling, bartering, arguing. It almost feels like you're in a major town at the middle of the day during a lunch rush. Like, everyone is on top of everyone. Everyone's pushing everyone out of the way. A female dwarf bumps you, looks back at you with this cowl. She's got bones dangling from her necklace. Her clothing is ripped and tattered and stained with Um, different, um, like, grass and berry stains. She gives you this slight snar as she pushes past you.
2: My apologies, ma'am.
0: As you get to the building itself, you see a well-dressed human, clearly from a noble family. He is discussing things with different adventuring groups who are, you know, picking up the, I need you to go slay 30 spiders and bring me back their silk. That kind of thing. Like, he is definitely dishing out the low-level adventuring bull. He walks up. He looks at you goes, I'm sorry, sir. We're only accepting adventuring parties of three or more.
2: Oh, that's all right. I'm actually here on behalf of the innkeeper to see if you guys have any stuff for us.
0: He moves over to a book, opens it up, and he goes, ah, yes. Let's see. He has ordered a few barrels of beer, a couple casts of wine and some firewood if you take this receipt and walk out behind the building there will be a orc with or a half orc with a cart ready for you
2: oh excellent thank you
0: as that scene slowly fades we now move on to who do we move to where's my paper here's my paper that would be me <laughs> yes it would be to nightland so you wake up in this hostel sleeping on probably the most uncomfortable hay bed you've ever slept on but you are welcomed with a hot cup of tea and some bread and simple fish it seems like this old elf has taken it upon himself to prepare at least a basic meal for everyone that has stayed with him
1: that's probably actually quite sweet since you know i probably ate fish for breakfast from my village That'll actually kind of be like a nice little like, oh, this is like home for my character for a little bit. And she will happily accept the breakfast.
0: He's calling, kind of mulling about. Clearly very interested in every adventurer that stayed with him. Having at least, you know, a five, six minute conversation with them and telling them, you know, you know here's where the adventurers guild is. If you ever have any problems, this is who the best healer in the city is. That kind of stuff. Like... Clearly giving everyone the information they need to successfully be in this town.
1: Okay. Well, I was chatting with him the night before, so there's really not much that I want to ask directly of him. I want to just go ahead and get out there and explore and see this town during the day. So after eating and cleaning my plate, I will exit just quietly and head on my way. All
0: right. As you head out, you notice that the town is a bustle people are coming and going there is a lot of trade going on uh you see adventurers moving towards the marketplace as bards are setting up in different areas what would you like to do
1: i'm going to explore the the market probably the one closest to me first
0: okay so (laughs) the market closest to you looks like it is mostly trade of leather goods, tapas, or uh, leather goods, um, bag, things that anyone who lives in the town that probably would need. So, you know, fabric for clothing, uh, leathers for bags, or for drums. Um, Maybe bards probably buy from here a lot. You see some very simple instruments.
1: Okay. Well, she was mostly just seeing, like, essentially competition, what looks to be selling, what doesn't, because she did agree to help, like,
0: roll your awareness or perception. Try right, this new one.
1: Hold on, I have to math. Mm-hmm. Perception. 17.
0: All right. So you notice that rabbits seem to be pretty prevalent. Like, it seems like every other booth has some kind of rabbit. Because, you know, close to the forest, it's probably not real. It's probably more trap hunting that they're doing than actual hunting. You see... A couple people selling uh, one or two wolf furs. You see some, like, squirrel, fish. Like, very small game that is easily trapped over true hunting.
1: Okay. So, there's obviously a nice, healthy forest here. So, me being able to go and hunt something to get back to the inn for the free stay should be relatively easy to accomplish. Yeah. Awesome. Well, with that, then... Uh... She will head out to nearby woods to go find right. something to hunt for the afternoon. For the morning? Whatever, yeah, depending on how long it took her to go do that.
0: Yeah, not long. You're right next to it. So go ahead and roll. Let me pull up the character sheet right here. Um, go ahead and roll your. Let's go survival.
1: down, survival. 16 wait math yes 16
0: so with the 16 you were able to see where a lot of these local hunters have been setting up traps so you've moved just past that and you've moved a little bit into the thicker forest you see a lot of wild game tracks so you see broken uh branches areas where things have been standing for a long time and it looks, based on what you're seeing, it looks like there might be some deer in the area.
1: Awesome. Hunt the deers. So, right. to the trees.
0: So you're going to climb into the trees. Roll your climb, and please fail.
1: Okay. What? <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> yes, thank you. What? Hold on. Mathing. 24.
0: All right. You were able to get into the tree with ease. Bitch. Roll a perception.
1: Perception is... 23.
0: You do see a deer. It's a, not like a massive deer, but it's a big enough deer that could feed a household easily. It's within your shot range, so you would be able to easily hit it.
1: Awesome. Going to line up a shot. I'm going to take right. an extra round because it's a deer, and they, you didn't describe it bounding. so
0: It is sitting, just sitting. Not sitting, but standing there, being a deer, looking around, munching, sitting looking up looking around
1: all right so i'm going to take an extra round for aim and mm-hmm. i'm gonna shoot it
0: go ahead and roll your hit
1: I'm trying a new one 15
0: is that with your range bonus yes give me a sec
1: okay well that's not with my aim bonus
0: but just without so that would if i just lowered the t i just lowered the target number all right that is a hit and let me see where it hits All right, so you were able to hit it in the neck. It's going to bleed out, but you're going to have to track it.
1: All right, I will follow it as it runs off bleeding.
0: All right, so while you're doing that, we are going to quick pan to this mysterious knight who is sitting with a dent in his shield. So, Keith, what would you like to do? It is early morning. You've been here the longest, so you've gotten to know your innkeeper pretty well, as well as a couple of the... Lumberjacks that you've been helping.
3: Well, um, after eating, uh, breakfast, uh, I'm gonna seek out Jar and see if he needs any more help since he's the lead lumberjack.
0: As you walk up, you see Jar hoisting the last bit of log onto a cart to be transported. The area is cleared out pretty well, and you pretty much just see a bunch of stumps where... You and the team have been working for this last week, cutting branches, cutting trees down. You see people now hauling away debris. So they are also clearing the field where they can. Jar wipes his hands off on his pants and um, walks up to you and just gives you a, a big old handshake. Ah, Clyde, how are you, my friend?
3: Good morning, sir. Good morning. What else needs to be done before the festivities begin?
0: He goes, "Well, you can uh, help get all these timbers down to the ends and get them cooking. We can we could probably use some help making sure that the road for the priest the priestess and her paladin guards is cleared. Which basically just walk over to the guards and do you need anything? Um, other than that." Morning's pretty easy.
3: Alright, sounds like a morning is set up for me. First I'll
0: start with the logs, and then I will ask the guards if they need any help. Alright, so there are about four or five logs that you look like you could easily pick up. But there's also like one or two that look like you could pick them up if you put your back into it, or you would need help lifting. What do you want to do?
3: Well, let's start out looking to see if any of the other loggers have a moment, and... Ask them to help me with these logs because once we get the two-person logs, then everybody can grab one and we can move a lot quicker.
0: It looks like there is a younger lumberjack um, is just putting his axe into a wooden stump as he's, you know, wiping off the sweat from his brow and looking like he is taking a moment. But it doesn't look like he's got anything directly in front of him.
3: Let's go ask him and see if he can assist me in taking a few of the logs down.
0: As you approach him, he turns and he gives you a slight nod. You don't recognize him as one of the regular lumberjacks. His axe also doesn't look like an axe you would expect a lumberjack to be carrying. He's a human, and that axe looks like it has seen more bloodshed than woodshed. He gives you a, a... Half nod and goes, can I help you? Um,
3: Good morning, friend. Just seeing if you would mind assisting me in taking the heavier logs down. That way, once they're taken care of, we can get everybody to get the lighter ones. He
0: gives it a nod and follows you over to the cart. Let's start with a strength check. A 13. You struggle where this human just hops, like literally just tosses it onto his shoulder and waits for you. Once you get it on, he is able to help you get the first one in.
3: Okay, um, let's go back for the second one.
0: Okay, and another strength check. That one's a 19. Alright, you and him hop that in with greatest of ease. He looks at the other ones, he goes, you need help with those?
3: No, but thank you very much. I should be okay getting the single ones in.
0: Okay. He nods and walks back over and picks up his act.
3: I will finish up with the other logs.
0: Let's do one strength check for that, just to make sure that... Uh, you get them all in. 13. It's a little bit of a struggle, but you're able to toss them into the cart. You give the cart a quick hit, to letting the uh, guy up front that they're all packed, and it's pulled off.
3: I'll uh, say so perfect. Then it is time to go over and uh, speak to the guards to see if they need anything.
0: As you approach the guard, you can tell that these guys are cell swords. They have probably made an agreement with the people who live here for room and board, and basically they're they get everything they need taken care of as long as they work here. Um, they probably charge a very small sum, seeing they probably have some of the nicer homes and probably eat the best out of everyone. As you approach, the excuse me, the rat folk that is in charge walks up, puts his hand up, and he goes, "If you're looking for help, or if you're looking to help, we don't need any." Okay, well, that's what I was coming to look for help, because I was instructed to do so. Thank you very much for letting me know. He nods and kind of gives you that hand shoe of go away now. So, as the morning progresses, Kalela, you return with your fresh kill. You have gutted, cleaned it, and probably have the leather stretched out, drying. The half elf, or the elf that you are staying with, thanks you profusely because, you know... He's probably used to small game. This is something that they probably don't get a lot of, seeing there's probably more trappers than hunters.
1: Well, I will be delighted that this turned out so well and be happy that I'll probably be able to sell it at the market then.
0: Short round, you finish up your handful of tasks. And, you know, given that you were able to help, they say, you know, enjoy the celebration. Same with um, Clyde. You're all given that, all right, well, you know, we really appreciate this, but please go enjoy the celebration. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime. Well, it's once-in-a-lifetime for them. It may not be once-in-a-lifetime for you because you travel, but it's a a once-in-a-lifetime celebration for them. We are now approaching noon. The sun has reached the pinnacle in the sky, and the priestess comes rolling down the trail, the trade uh, trail. Her caravan is eight paladin guards uh four behind four in front a paladin riding the Clydesdale that is a all-white Clydesdale with mithril and gold armoring her carriage is painted a pristine white with silken coverings and she is sitting up front next to the driver waving to the people as she approaches as they pull in to the center of town, she is helped out of the cart, and she begins walking around and greeting everyone. While this is going on, what would you like to do to Fibulus?
2: Well, being the fact that he's probably not used to seeing so many paladins and priestess wandering around in the area, he's gonna kinda watch the procession and enjoy it. since It's something
0: kinda new to him. So the one thing you notice about these paladins is their armor gleams white. These are what would be considered high-ranking officers and probably some of the best paladin guards the Holy City can train. They are probably her personal guards as well, so she probably doesn't go anywhere without them. You also notice that one guard always stands next to her where the rest kind of keep a perimeter so that people really can't come from behind. She is, the priestess herself is young. She looks anywhere between the age of 16 and 18.
1: Are we going to get little characters to like put on the map to represent her?
0: Yes, but it's going to take me a second because I got to pull up everything.
1: (laughs) One, two, five.
0: I lost the paladin icon. Where'd it go? (laughs) There. That's all you get because that's a lot of characters. I got to drag and drop.
1: You should be saying these things, Ethan, not typing them.
0: Yes, it's a, a vid- audio media. If you guys want to hassle me, go right ahead. Oh, that was just out of character. And I know I wasn't
2: hassling you, I was hassling Keith. On yeah,
1: I one. know, but you can totes hassle like each other on this. This is a podcast, though. So otherwise I, somebody has to read this.
2: I was going to say, but didn't you already put a paladin down,
0: Dan?
1: And my response was, oh, what you got to say, Clyde?
0: Technically, he wasn't a paladin when he was taken down. I'm not I'm not technically a
2: paladin yet. Yeah, see? Uh, paladin in training, paladin in
0: general, you still put one down.
3: <laughs> technically I'm a fighter level 1. I'm not a paladin
0: yet. So technically I put a paladin or a, I put a fighter down. Sorry guys. Normally I'm more prepared than this. I literally forgot that the priestess appears. <laughs> Poof, what
1: do
0: you what do you, you need? You want me to play sad, sad trombone?
1: I do. I do for your fail. There you go. Yes.
0: <laughs> you see this young human female, and she is carrying a white staff, and she is greeting every single person with a handshake and listening to everything they want or have to say and it's interesting because she's technically royalty based on the holy city she is and this is probably the first time anyone who comes from a actual city so kalayla not included this is the first time you think you've seen a noble person that actually cares about the common man what would you like to do?
2: I was going to say, sure Rounds, like he's going to continue watching. This is
0: rather fascinating to him. Kalayla, Nightland. Kalila. Whatever. I'll get it right eventually.
1: Um, I don't know if I can see what's going on according to where you have
0: everybody on the map. By this time, you might be hanging out like over here by a tree. Fly across the map. Another tree.
1: Whack! Into a tree. Yeah, move the people appropriately so I know where apparently God has sent me. Do I still have my, like, deer stuff drawing?
0: Yes, it's gonna take a couple hours to dry.
1: Okay. And that's, I'm assuming, in my, like, barn by my hay bed. It's
0: probably being stretched out outside to dry, because it needs to be in sunlight to heat and dry.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying it's down there. Yeah. Pick a square.
0: I'm not moving anything.
1: I never said you were the one doing (laughs) it. Okay, well, so Kalila's is also going to be in a similar boat considering she came from, like, a village and they never did anything big. This this village is... This trading post is technically bigger than her village uh, because of all the giant buildings that she's not used to. But she's going to curiously watch what happens. She's never seen somebody paraded through a town before.
0: So so as you guys are watching, the paladins seem to be escorting her, her to a temporarily built stage. Walking onto the stage, you notice that for such a young female, she moves with this grace that you would only imagine someone that is truly blessed by the gods would move in. Her clothing is silken and moves with every single... Step and it has this breath to it. She never steps hard, she steps very softly. You don't even hear the wood shift under her weight. Once she gets to the center of the stage, the town people all turn and face her in this quiet reverence. She smiles and looks out at everyone. She just begins to welcome everyone, making sure to thank all of the villagers for allowing her to come and disrupt their time and their high point of trade. She welcomes all the travelers and expresses them the joy of their presence at this time. She looks at the young children in the village and smile and tell them that they are blessed to be at this village and being able to see this great things that these this town will become. Or she hands her staff to one of the paladins and She opens her hands up to the skies. She begins to talk in a very soft voice. Does anyone in the group speak Sylvan?
1: Oh, God, you're going to make me look at my character sheet.
0: I don't believe I do now, but I have to figure out where my languages are on here. I do not. Yeah,
1: I need to figure out where the heck that's at, too. Oh, I do.
0: You do? Yes. You speak... Okay, Defibulous, you speak Common... Draconic, gnome, and Sylvan. So you understand this. Sweet. Where is that at on the character sheet, though? Uh, it is page two, right underneath your equipment list. So Kalela and Short Round, you understand what she is saying. She is saying a prayer to the Pantheon, thanking them for her safe travel to this village, and that she prays that she has the knowledge to say everything eloquently so this is more of like a a a prayer in a a language that most commoners don't speak and it's almost like she is asking for a blessing to speak eloquently and something basically speaking in a way that doesn't offend anyone so it's clear that she is probably not used to doing this or she has only done this maybe once before it's an
1: experience
0: Yes, she's inexperienced in...
1: So she can walk wonderfully, but not talk wonderfully.
0: Yes. After she says this prayer, she walks to the uh, edge of the stage and begins to talk again. I want to thank you all for showing and coming today. I want to tell you how blessed this day is that the Holy City has chosen this territory to become the next village. This evening, we will be picking a god and we will also be picking a priest or priestess. We will be blessing this land and we will be saying a prayer so that the gods and goddesses of the Pantheon smile upon your land. With that, the crowd breaks out into cheering and applauding. They are clearly very excited of this, of what she is saying it is clear that this is something that probably this village has been trying to get or this trading post is probably trying to get for a while short round and clyde can i get a intelligence roll from you unless you have um knowledge local 19 12. so you two would understand that this is probably on the outskirts of what is classified as the wilds the area where It is the most dangerous where wild creatures and beasts roam free. Um, An area where um, Clyde is used to because he's from an area that is similar to this, but his territory was blessed years ago. The priestess and the paladins begin to move the crowd to where the future temple will be. The priestess leading the way with her paladins behind. She walks to where the center of the the temple would be, and she kneels, and she begins to dig a small hole in the soft dirt. She places a small silver and gold disc into the the soft dirt and begins to slowly bury it. The crowd watches in wonder. For the first time, there is silence. Not even the paladins are moving. You can hear nature around. You can hear birds chirp. You could almost swear, you could even feel the trees breathing. Once this plate is buried, she slowly stands, taking her staff, she places it over where she just buried the disc. The light seems to emanate around her, creating a cone of light encircling her. Her eyes flash white as she begins to bless the land. I call upon the elements, earth, fire, wind, water, and life. Bless this land for all, for the protection and growth, for healing and prosperity. May the pantheons of gods watch this land and those who live and reside here. May the light of this temple push back the darkness and bring peace to the land. As she says this prayer, her staff starts to glow. As the prayer ends, the cone of light slowly dissipates and her staff begins to turn to normal. She looks at the crowd and gives a slight bow and the crowd again erupts into cheers. The land feels different. It feels like the gods are paying attention to those who are God touched or have spoken to a god at any point you can feel their presence on this land she and her guards and the her and her paladins walk off the crowd shaking her hand and bowing to her as she passes and she begins to mingle and go about acting as if she is not a a priestess she is shopping and she is enjoying the games of the that is set up in the town. Short Round, what would you like to do? Well, out of all the big celebration stuff is
2: done, Short Round is just gonna kind of relax and since it's a festive day and eventually see if he still needed to do any more work at the inn today.
0: It seems like the innkeepers have refused any extra help. It is the, no, you are a visitor, go enjoy the celebration. There are like simple carnival games like, you know, knocking down bottles and like bobbing for apples, like stuff that you would find at a very local fair. Do you wanna just spend time mingling with people? Yeah, he's just kinda kinda mingled, take it in. This is the most exciting things he's seen in a while. Okay, can I get a perception check? Uh, one moment mathing. Uh, ten. Okay. You see lots of knees. Well, there's some impressive looking knees around here. I think he knees to ask a question. God, no. <laughs> I
2: really need some uh, directions here. Uh, yeah. I wonder if he
3: sees any arrows in anybody's knees, that they were a former uh, uh Moving on to
0: Nightland.
1: <laughs> Hold on, I'm dying. Okay, I can breathe now.
0: Are you oh. sure? You can breathe now now that the uh the priestess has done her blessings and people have gone about starting to do the festival what would you like to do well let's actually yeah what would you like to do
1: observe for a little bit i'm not going to like approach i'm just gonna keep the cat ears going and listening to things i'm observing i i hunt it's what i do
0: all right so roll me a perception
1: Roll nat 20.
0: Okay, so as you look around, besides the group of villagers that look like villagers, you see a elven hunter with a very simple bow. You see a human dressed in white with a leather-bound book dangling from his sash, his hip. You see a dwarf woman wearing raggedy clothes stained with different berries and grass with bones dangling from her neck. You see a halfling with a lute on his back and a flute in his hand. You see a half-orc in heavy looking plate mail. You see a short man that you don't recognize the race with a strange dick with metal on it, meandering around. You also see a human in a scaled male with a shield on his back that looks like it has been dented. What would you like to do?
1: Hmm. How long did this whole ceremony thing take?
0: Hour? How
1: long do I have until my hides are dry?
0: Um, you can work on it a little bit now, but it would be mostly just scraping off meat, the flesh of it, just so it fries a little bit differently. That would only take you a couple of minutes.
1: Mmm. I don't know. I think I might just go and get some lunch for the afternoon and people watch until my hides are ready to sell.
0: Okay. So, you go, take care. Do you eat in the tavern, or do you eat where the festival is going on?
1: I'm going to eat where the festival is going on, because that's where everyone is and the most people are to watch.
0: Clyde, what would you like
3: to do? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is take notice to all the paladins to see what um... Pantheon, they are displaying on their set armor.
0: Roll your perception. 15. You recognize it as the pretty generic symbol of the Pantheon. It's usually a circle that has small indications of each of the major gods on the outer ring and minor gods in the inner ring. It's pretty generic. It's basically the Symbol that the Holy City uses to show that they are all encompassed.
3: Okay. Then I will, you know, if there's a line to say hello to the priestess, I'll wait in the line, but I won't say hello to her and also give my greetings to each of the paladins.
0: As you stand in line for the priestess, um, these paladins seem to be watching everyone, and it's not that they're suspicious. It's that it is clear that they are doing their job to the nth degree. It's they are silent and stoic, hand either on a weapon on the ready, or some are maybe having their shields out so that if anything did happen, they could step in shield ready. As you approach the priestess herself, she gives you a slight bow, and she asks how she can help you.
3: I just say I wish to um, give my greetings Um, and say thank you for your services.
0: She smiles and she goes, Well, I do what the gods ask me to do, and it has taken a while before the gods have chosen this land.
3: We all only do what we can be asked of, especially in the eyes of our gods.
0: She nods and she goes, What brings you to this town? It is clear you do not live here. Um...
3: Travel, wandering, seeking the final destination of uh, my god that uh, follows me or gives me direction.
0: She gives you a a slight bow and she goes, and which god do you serve under?
3: Uh, I serve um, Omade.
0: She nods and she goes, many of our paladins choose to worship by Omade. They are all very de- dedicated to her, and they are some of our better. All of my personal paladins are worshippers of Iomidae. That
3: is fantastic to hear. Maybe um, at some point in time, when they have a moment, uh, I could speak with one of them.
0: She smiles and she goes, Well, if you wish to become a paladin, these are the best ones to speak to. She... Gives a hand, uh, gives a open-handed gesture to a large human, um, who is in, you would recognize as the one that was driving the carriage. He is sitting hand, or he's standing nearby, hand on his sword, just watching, not being aggressive, just standing at attention. She goes, speak to Eric. He does... A lot of recruiting for them. Mm-hmm.
3: I thank you very much, and I will speak to him when he has time, um, when it's not so open and there's more time that he can relax.
0: He, she nods, and she goes, well, we will be staying. We will be going to the tavern this evening. You may join us if you wish.
3: I humbly accept, and thank you. She nods. Thank you very much for your time, and I will let you uh, move on to the
0: other guests, too. She smiles, and she gives you a bow, and she moves on chit-chatting. As the sun begins to set, before we get to the evening, is there anything pertinent that anyone wants to do?
1: Sell my my hide.
0: Okay. I need you to roll. Roll your appraise.
1: i got to see if I got that.
0: I do. Okay. Nine. So with that, you think you can get about 30 to 40 gold pieces for it. It's a good quality. Uh, it's dried nicely.
1: Okay. I will see if I can find somebody to buy my deer hide.
0: All right. You find someone and they offer you 35 for it.
1: Well, I clearly think that that's probably a fair price, and that's close enough, so I ain't gonna haggle. I'm not a haggler.
0: Okay. So you have acquired 35 gold. Congratulations. Yay! Anyone else want to do anything pertinent while before we move into evening? Nah, I'm gonna continue ming- mingling.
2: Okay. Gotta check out those knees, man.
3: He's gonna get those bees' knees.
1: Sexy knees.
0: Mhm. Why did I pick you guys again?
1: I've been asking myself that. Yeah, that too.
0: Cuz you're stuck with us. All right. So, no one wants to do anything else? No, I should be good. Okay. So, we move on into evening. The sun is beginning to set, and everyone has congregated back at the blessing, the blessed land. The priestess has changed. She is now wearing a simple outfit. She is barefoot in a pair of trousers and a loose-fitting shirt. In front of her, the ground has been soaked in water, making a very syrupy mud. In the ground, or in this mud pit, there are scrolls that have been dropped into the ground and are being stirred around. Each villager that lives there, writes something on a scroll and tosses it into the mud. This continues on until everyone that lives in the village has placed the scroll or a scroll in the ground. The priestess smiles and she begins to lay her hands on the ground, slowly whispering a prayer to the Pantheon asking the pantheon to bless these scrolls and that the god that has been picked bless their priest. They begin, she begins to then pull out each scroll individually and begins to count with each of the individual names of the gods. After about 20 minutes, the counting is completed. She slowly stands and she begins to walk slowly around this dirt lot, dragging her staff slowly behind her. Does anyone have knowledge religions?
3: Uh, That would be me. Nope.
0: Negative. All right.
3: Oh, wait. No, actually, I don't think I do. Never mind.
0: Okay. Well, then, let's get a... Wisdom check from everyone. Yeah,
2: master.
0: Nat twenty. One. Twelve. Is dirty twenty or natural, 20? natural
1: All right,
3: twenty? Natural. Alright, so you've got figure it
0: figured out. Uh, Ethan. Twelve. And Keith? I have a non-natural one.
1: A non-natural one.
0: So what did you roll? Like you don't have your character sheet in front of me. I have a th- I rolled a three. And what, you have a negative two? Yep. Wow. Well, I had a seven. I had to put it somewhere. You go, ooh, wow. there's dirt. Um. Oh. Look, I'm intelligent enough to know what dirt is. Yeah.
1: He's just not smart enough to know not to eat it.
0: <laughs> I like dirt. <laughs> um, Defibulous. Defibulous. You're not sure what she's drawing, mostly because you can't really see past the crowd. Though, Kalila, Kalila, Kalayla. Alright, Kalila. You recognize this. You don't just recognize this, it almost screams at you, like the ground itself shows you the symbol before she is done drawing it. She draws a massive butterfly, encompassing
1: Desna, my
0: goddess. Yes. Uh, Encompassing each corner, making sure that it is, it's basically the center of the butterfly is in the center where that disc is. Stopping, she smiles and she goes, this land has been blessed by Desna and Desna's temple will be built here. The crowd starts to murmur. Clearly everyone is excited that a goddess was picked. Some apparently wanted their god, but no one is upset of which god was picked.
1: Desna is best god.
0: I don't know. I was going for Nurgle
2: myself. Nurgle? God of plagues.
1: That's that, 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 that the actual name of the god is Nurgle.
2: Nurgle. Uh, I yeah, thought
1: it was War- like Turtle, but not Nurgle. A
2: nerdy turtle? It's a plague god from Warhammer.
1: A nerdy turtle?
2: Mm, plague. He's a happy guy. Thing.
1: Okay, Thing. well, my character is very happy and enthusiastic. Like, it went from, like, normal cat mode to, like, straight up, ears up, tail happily swaying. I'm excited, but quiet about it.
0: All right, well, let's see. So, based on that, can I get a perception roll from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everyone except Kalila? Kalila. Thank you. Kalila. I'll get it right. Leave me alone. <laughs> 14. Not 20. All right. Well, short round notices a... You know what? I wouldn't do it justice. Um, Kalila, can you please describe your character?
1: Oh, crap. Okay, put me on the spot. All right. So she's just barely five foot. She's a solid black cat. Uh, average fur length, not crazy long, and matching black hair, kind of pulled back neatly. Uh, Bow on her back, simple clothing, kind of monkish with some leather bits to her. Nothing fancy, but very mobile.
0: And what is she doing?
1: Probably very happily standing on the sidelines with her tail swaying as she's watching the the butterfly be drawn because she knows what's going on and which goddess this is.
0: So, you two notice this. A very excited cat person. Um, Clyde and Short Round, you don't recognize this race. Neither of you are used to seeing them. Um, Short Round probably would be a little bit more used to seeing races they don't recognize. But this is definitely one that you've never seen.
3: I'd be okay with it. I mean, I had a half orc as a friend, so it's just another
2: race. Yep. In short round being excited that he's seen a race he's never seen before. We'll take out his journal and just do a very cursory quick sketch of the cat person.
0: It says he's never seen one before and doesn't know if he'll see another. Uh, go ahead, Kalilah. Roll perception. Twenty-one. one You hear the sound of a quill scratching Charcoal. on paper behind you charcoal sorry uh charcoal scratching on paper behind you
1: my ears will perk up and kind of turn around before my head actually turns around and just to see what's who's scribbling what
0: um short round go ahead and describe yourself to Kalila.
1: yeah you got it right
0: plus five experience to i get unlimited experience bitches no you get five experience today
2: Um, let's see, because I got to kind of remember what this character looked like, because I don't remember, because short, short memory. Um, he's a very, you know, wide-eyed, about four-something gnome, and, you know, kind of brownish red hair. And, you know, he's got, you know, looks like leather armor on, that's a little thicker than usual. He's got a rifle, a blunderbuss on his back that it looks like it's very well cared for, despite being... A low quality, and he's got a journal in his hand, and he is sketching like a mad fiend at the moment. I'm
1: gonna see if I can see what the hell he's sketching because I don't know what a blunderbust is. As you said, it was a weird stick weapon of some sort.
0: So I have absolutely no clue. Uh, hey, Rulemonger Keith, what is this role for? If someone's trying to see, it, it's perception, right? Yes,
3: to see it would be perception, to see his intent on it would
0: be um... sense motive. Yeah you're trying to see what he's doing see what
1: the heck he's sketching like is it her is it the goddess is it the symbol that's on the ground like i'm trying to see what he's sketching in a sketchbook without moving yet uh
0: go ahead and roll perception
1: Try again. 17.
0: you see that it looks like he is sketching someone you can't really see you just see you know based on how he's drawing it's not words it is clearly it is a humanoid figure but you can't really see what it might be because he's not a great drawler it also might be that you're too far away what's the priestess doing right now i'm gonna look back over my shoulder momentarily or she is um slowly walking around her eyes have shifted to pure white and she is walking to each individual villager placing her hand on their shoulder and is shaking her head no. There are about 15 villagers lined up as she is moving through.
1: That's peculiar. Why is she touching people and saying no?
0: Um, You don't know.
1: Okay. Well, for all of a minute, I'm going to watch what she's doing, look back at the short dude sketching something, and ultimately decide that I want to know what the goddess, is, the, the, the priestess is doing. Since this is now related maybe to my goddess... Okay. So, and I'm going to get in line with all the other villagers to try and see what's going on.
0: Well, as you try to get in line, a paladin stops you and asks if you live in this village.
1: I'll be surprised that I was stopped and go, no, I'm...
0: Then we will have to ask you to just observe.
1: What is she doing?
0: She is looking for the priest or priestess for this town.
1: Oh, okay. Then I... will respect that since that's definitely not a uh, nope not my thing
0: as the priestess moves to the old elf that you've been staying with her hand rests on his shoulder and she slowly nods this old elf just beaming with excitement begins to cry this is probably the happiest day of his life as he has been now selected to Take the mantle of priest for his village. My character's going to be delighted for him. He drops to his knees, praying des praying to Desna and thanking her and the priestess profusely. Does anyone want to do anything before we move to the next?
2: I say, Fibulus is just working at sketching the cat if he'll stay still. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, now um, I'll let I'll let Clyde go first because then I'm going to turn back around and address the short sketching man
3: okay um as everybody begins to you know settle and after this i'm going to just make my way um towards eric and say that uh the priestess told me to speak with you when we go to the tavern if you have a moment in time uh my name is clyde um please if it would suit your time schedule for this evening if you would have a moment he
0: nods and he goes absolutely absolutely Once the blessing is complete and we all adjourn to the tavern, we will pull up a a seat and we will have a drink and we'll discuss whatever you wish to discuss. Thank you. All right. Kalila.
1: Okay. I'm going to turn around and see if the little guy that I saw before is still seeing what the heck he's sketching or if he's
0: still sketching. And you wanted to try seeing what he's drawing? So give me a perception check.
1: 20, not that. Dirty 20.
0: Dirty 20. You see that he is drawing a cat. In fact, it looks like he's drawing you, at least with what you can tell based on the charcoal.
1: How um, absorbed in his drawing does he appear to me?
2: Defibulous. Um, he's pretty absorbed in it enough to realize it's like someone's coming up to him, but he's still working on on getting the details down.
1: I'm going to slowly. Like, I would, like, with hunting-type thing and that natural-esque, get closer to him to see how long it takes, how close I can get to him before he actually, like, says something, if he does.
0: Okay, so I need you to roll your stealth, and I need fibulus to roll his perception. Congratulations, you're now versing each other in a roll. Sorry, right, it took me a
1: moment to actually read the word stealth and find it on my character sheet. 24
0: on my
2: perception.
1: Hold on, I'm mathing. 18.
0: All right. What'd you roll, Ethan? 24. All right. So you notice that this cat person has been slowly inching their way closer to you, trying to see what you're drawing. No, wait, hold that pose. Hold that pose. Stop one moment.
1: I'm just going to actually stop, but turn my head confused. Like one ear up and one ear flat. Like, what? And got it. Hi. Why are you drawing me? Ooh.
2: Well, because I've never seen one of you before. And I wanted to make sure I have an accurate sketch of one of you.
1: She's going to hold out her hand and go, let me
2: see. You're not going to try to take it and run, are you? No. He will very slowly turn the journal towards her so she can see the, the picture he drew.
1: She's going to investigate to see how well he did and if she can correct anything.
0: Let's call that a, I don't know, an appraise check.
1: All right. That one's weird, but cool.
0: I don't know what else to use. Four. All right. So, uh, Defibulous, let's get a perform. 16. Okay. I rolled a 14. So, decent?
3: Yeah. I would say it would be like a 10 because yeah. it's charcoal and everything. So, it's half decent, and she notices that it, it is also half decent
1: nod and hand him his book back and go okay
2: not as good as one of my normal sketches I generally do more technical drawings ears just
1: kind of like twitch like okay okay, because she doesn't know what technical drawings are and then since she doesn't know what he is and just be like well what are you you're very short for you're not a human
2: oh definitely no I'm a gnome I've heard of gnomes I am one of them. And he will very quickly stick his hand up in the air. My name's the Fabulous Short Round. Nice to meet you.
1: She will move his hand down, because she's not that much taller than him if he's, like, four uh, foot, because she's, like, yeah. five, I think. Yeah, she's five flat. But uh, she'll shake his hand and be
2: like, Kailah, why are you here? Um, you know, figured it was time to get out and see the world and other things of that nature. She'd smile and nod. Yeah, you know, kind of doing the same thing. It's a big world out there and tall, lots of tall people in it, I've noticed. They get taller. Oh dear.
0: And that, me friends, is how the fibulous short round, a gnome travelling to far off lands, met Kalila. Greyflower, a catfolk, who is following the will of her god. Come back next time and we will continue, me tale. And until then, may the Dice Gods bless your every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at WhatTheDicePod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email, WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.